Hello everyone, it's SK Nelly. I'm the host of Change Your Love Life Summit, where world's leading love experts will show you how to completely change your love life. And uh, I have the honor today to announce my special guest. She's Deborah Kagan. Welcome, Deborah. Hi, so good to be with you. So good to have you here and uh, well, we are going to talk about a very interesting topic today. So I'm very excited uh, to, to dive into this. But before we do, I, I would like to say a few words about Deborah. So um, Deborah Kagan is a speaker, author, mentor and mojo recovery specialist, helping women conquer self-doubt and indecision to step into their full power love who uh, they are who they are and live a turned on life she is the creator of the rock your mojo programs and the author of find me spot 52 ways to reclaim your confidence feel good in your own skin and live a turned on life Deborah is a popular speaker and has been interviewed on shows such as KTLA Morning News and Dr. Drew Midday Live. Wow, seems like you have a lot to do, uh, like you are a woman on a mission, Deborah. I am. Really, Absolutely. like like today's topic will be, I'm sure, very interesting to our women listening. But before we start talking about it, I would love for you to say something about yourself. I did say some some things from your biography. Yes. But uh, let, let's hear something about your background story and what actually led you to this career of being love expert like you're a specialist in many areas uh, at this point so I'm, I'm very anxious to hear this from from you yeah well i'm so glad to be here and i'm so glad we're doing this recording um and um <clears throat> you know it's you you shared my official of course uh, bio mm -hmm. and what's funny is i think you know when you're a little girl you don't wake up one day and say oh, I think I'll be a mojo recovery specialist when I grow up. <laughs> it wasn't a job description that uh, they gave us at school. So I really believe that everything we experience in life is for us, right? It doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. And, you know, especially speaking to women and we're speaking to women all over the world, but one of my big passions and my real why of why I do what I do is, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to put this out there from, from the very beginning. So I hope it's okay if I'm just real and raw and authentic. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Like, I think that uh, that's the most important thing. Like, let's keep it real. You yeah. this, just, just people... People want to know the real story, the authentic, uh, authentic story. Like you said, it couldn't be better. Like, yeah, looking okay, forward great. to hearing Cause, it. Yeah, because, you know, um, I'm originally from New York. So those of us from New York City, especially, we like to keep it real. <laughs> so 
but you know, my real why and the, the bigger uh, reason of why I do what I do mm-hmm. is in service of ending violence towards women and girls. Okay. And, and that, that is happening. That's a global epidemic. And we, we all know this at this point. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a home uh, with my mother and her, her second husband, and it was a domestically violent home. And, you know, the, the first time that I experienced sex, I was raped. And so these oh experiences, while I am, this is not unique to me, right? This is happening to way too many women all over the world. The thing that people are not talking about, and this is a lot of what I do in my work and what we'll talk about today. The thing that people don't talk about is when you have gone through something like that, you experience what's called disassociation, okay? You disassociate from your own body and from your own real true identity. Now let's go back a step because we are all born We are all born with love and with what I call mojo and life force. It's like we are born with that. If you look at, for those of you who have children or those of you who know a child, you know, when you look at a little baby, like that fresh squeezed, you know, like little person, which we all were at one point, that, that being is full of life, full of love, full of mojo and completely in its little body, right? It's figuring stuff out. <laughs> but you, you see that this, this, this energy is flowing through this, this, this person's body. So when I get, get back to the first thing I said, which is I believe everything happens for us. And so while, you know, you just heard a little bit about my younger years, um, I, you know, I, I am university educated. I ended up moving to Los Angeles 25 years ago because I used to work on the producing end of the film business. And, you know, coming to Los Angeles was wonderful for me because I also believed at a young age without having any, you know, um, background at that when I was a kid, but I knew that everything is energy, right? Everything is energy. And when I came to Los Angeles, I started to learn and I got exposed to some of the most powerful people in the metaphysical fields. And I began studying with teachers and masters and dedicated myself to first understanding energy, energy of space, energy of ourselves, and how we relate to our environments as well as to our our own self and then interpersonal relating through energy. So one of the things I'd love to ask for everyone who's watching and listening to this is we come to an agreement. You don't have to agree to this for the rest of your life. This is just like for the time we're together, a little pinky swear, okay, (laughs) that we can agree everything is energy. Cool? Yeah. Okay. I, so, I, for, from my perspective, I agree with you to- totally. Yeah. And for those, those people who might be a little questioning of this, mm-hmm. just go ahead and start Googling about quantum physics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have proven it at this point. So science has now backed up what metaphysics has been speaking about for thousands and thousands of years. Right. So 
um, you know, my journey led me to uh, to Los Angeles, and then this, the all of these studies. And for 12 years, all I did really was support people in their homes and their offices through a practice called feng shui. So that's what I did as a profession for 12 years. And then um, a little over 10 years ago, I had an epiphany moment, right? So I'm sure you're very connected to your intuition. And for those of you listening, I think you are as well. You might not, you know, admit it. However, we all have this intuitive knowing. We have this voice or these feelings that we get. And, and sometimes they make no sense to our logical mind. Mm -hmm. And yet there's a power and a truth to it. Yeah. And for me, it was... Uh, like I said, a little over 10 years ago at this point, I think it was, yeah, 11 years ago now, that I had this epiphany uh, to go to an event. It was in New Orleans in the mm -hmm. United States. And it was the 10th anniversary of a global campaign called V-Day, V-Day, mm -hmm. which was started by a woman named Eve Ensler, who uh, wrote the Vagina Monologues. It's a play that's performed all over the world, and it's brilliant. And so I, uh, I went to the 10th anniversary. I'd been supporting the campaign for 10, you know, plus mm -hmm. years before that. And I walked in and you have to imagine like, this is a big, big sports arena in New Orleans, like, you know, soccer, like huge, just huge sports arena. And the outside of it was decorated like a, like a vagina. Okay. <laughs> so it was Hilarious. Hilarious. And, I, yeah. and I walked in, I thought, oh, we're walking in to the mother dome. You know, they call mm -hmm. these sports arenas over here in the States, they call them super domes. So I thought, oh, we're walking into the mother dome, you know, for this, this event. So I walk in and, and immediately I had this epiphany and it just stopped me in my tracks. And I heard this voice and it said, Deborah, it's time to get up off your ass and do the work with women. And what's interesting is, wow! since I was a little girl, when I look back on my life, and I share this part because I really encourage all of you to consider your life's journey. Mm -hmm. Because we know, we really know what we're here for at a very young age. And starting at probably six or seven years old, for me, I would gather the girls, we would be at a sleepover party. I would gather all the girls, there'd be a sleep sofa, we would get underneath the sleep sofa, and I would hold a women's circle. <laughs> you know, we were little girls, but we were talking about, you know, Barbie dolls and Ken and how they worked. And I was leading these conversations. And then as a young teenager, I went to sleepover camp. And we had these uh, cabins with rafters, you know, these platforms, right? Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I gathered the girls up in the rafters. So gathering women and having conversations that are not publicly talked about, I've been doing that since I was a child, right? And so there I was in this Superdome getting this message. And I came home after the event, sat at a cafe with a girlfriend. I said, you know what? I'm going to start this women's work. I don't exactly know where it's going to go yet. And what happened was I, I put uh, I put it out there and I started a women's community out of my living room. 
And a little over 10 years later, you know, here we are. So now I have the Rock Your Mojo programs and uh, the live events and a mentorship. And it's been spectacular. You know, it really has been wonderful. I'm here to help you with your specific situation. If you want to start changing your love life now, find my latest blog or apply for coaching on sknelly.com. Like all in all, it was your calling. Even from your childhood, you just wasn't aware of this. Like, And then mm-hmm. there was a moment of your breakthrough when you just actually knew what you had to do. And I, I love how you uh, mentioned mentioned the intuition it's it's it cannot be easily explained but it's actually there and we just have to listen to it in many occasions like yes i i love your story it's so inspiring especially especially like you had a rough childhood because of what happened to you and in your teenage i, I assume it was in your teenage uh, uh, years when this happened to you when you were raped by by someone so it's it's like it's it's not an easy thing to overcome and I love how you said it out loud because women there are many women listening who've been through the same thing and this will mean a lot to them yeah and you know and 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 this is something that i say and it and it sometimes is controversial you know to some people and that's okay i'm all right with that but when i look back and what and what you know i've said this now i think twice already um in our conversation that everything happens for us for us yes and not that i wish you know to for anybody to be abused or to you know go through any of those things However, I know if I hadn't gone through and hadn't had the experience that I had when I was younger, I would not do what I do now, and I wouldn't be as powerful as what I do. So it's, you know, there, there's along the journey a, a piece that has come inside about that. Because we can, whatever it is, whether we've, you know, people made fun of us when we were kids, or, mm-hmm. you know, your teacher said that you'll never be smart enough, or Somebody said, you know, you don't have the, the, you're not pretty enough, so you're not going to ever have a relationship or, you know, whatever it was that somebody said way back when, okay, we can either choose to be a victim of that, or we can choose to be empowered and really learn how to rock our mojo and create, really create our lives to be that, that is something we're excited about. You know, to really create a life that we're proud of, that we are, we can wake up in the morning and feel, feel really great in our bodies and, and, and about what we're up to. Like that's, when I say living a turned on life, you know, which is what I help women do. It's not just a a sexual thing, right? It's not just about feeling turned on in the bedroom. You know, that's fine. Great. But if you're not turned on outside of the bedroom and you're not turned on about life, you're not really going to get super turned on in the bedroom. Yeah, you, ha- you have to be driven. You have well, to be driven in many ways. Yeah, to to 
to just it's not all about love uh, i'm sure we'll we'll get get to this topic but like women like if we are talking about women and men uh, men like women that are happy without them like self-confident women who already have a life and who have some interests be, be like outside of dating world <laughs> For sure. But yeah. here's what's interesting, because, you know, there's a colleague of mine um, who many years ago interviewed over 18,000 men, mm-hmm. a lot of men, <laughs> right? And all over the world, okay, because he were, he has people all over the world. And he interviewed 18,000 men and basically wow. asked them, mm-hmm. what are the top three things that like turn you on about a woman? Like, what what is it, you know, what does she do? Or, you know, is it hair color? Is it you know, boobs, but like what, you know, like what are the top three things that like turn you on? And while there was, you know, a lot of, of a variety in, in the, the three answers, the one thing that showed up, he said in practically every single one of them, it was either first, second or third was this, a woman who is comfortable in her own skin. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say that again, because I think like really ladies, like take that in. Cause we all think like, you know, it's our hair color. It's the size of our boobs. It's my lashes. It's my, you know, Mm. no, 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 no. A woman who is comfortable in her own skin. Perfectly said. Yeah. Perfectly said. Like, I love how you brought this up. It's, it's, it's also, uh, connected to what you teach Deborah because you're like you are professional when it comes to teaching women uh, to to gain their self-confidence and there are four pillars of mojo that you always talk about so could you share something with our audience which are the four pillars of mojo and how can this be beneficial for our women listening? Yeah, I'd love to. So as I like to say, mojo, it's a good four letter word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So um, when we look at that, these, these four pillars, so we'll start with the M, right? So the M of mojo, this is about your mindset, Mm -hmm. right? Life above the neck, everything here. So we have to have our heads screwed on straight right? In order to create the love that we want, to really draw in a partner that is our ideal match. And we, I'm going back to what I said about our agreement, which is everything is energy. Energy. Now our thoughts are things. Okay, our thoughts are things. Our thoughts become the words that we speak. And the words we speak become the actions we take or don't take. You've got to, you ha, you are, or you're thinking about, and you're already commenting on the last thing I just commented on, and you're continuing to comment in your head about what I'm saying right now. Okay. Yeah. So if you think, if literally, if you just take a moment and you realize, oh, oh yeah, Deborah, I actually, uh, there's a whole dialogue that's going on in my that's head as on. you're talking, yeah. and it's commenting on what you're saying what you're wearing, you know, whatever, you know, and so we have a, we, our mind is a machine. It is a constant, like meaning making machine. 
That's a fact. That's part of being human. Now, to create a mojo mindset, you must begin, and this is one of the, the very first thing you have to do, is you have to begin to start to observe your thinking and find out what it's saying. Because a lot of the time, we're completely unaware. We're just unconscious to our thoughts, right? So you must begin to first become aware of what you're saying. And most of the time, for, for the majority of us, if you have not stepped into a personal development or an empowering life for yourself, your mind is telling you all sorts of, excuse my language for a second, but bullshit. Okay. Like it is just, it's lying to you. It says all sorts of things that you can't do, that you're not this, or you don't have the right that, or so-and-so, you know, is a bad person, or you have to be jealous of this, or you need to judge that. Our mind is, its function is to keep us safe. And I do the air quotes because it's only safe to our ego, Okay, so to have a mojo mindset, it's about you and your higher consciousness, your intuitive knowing and bringing that to the forefront and letting the mechanism move to the background. It's never going to go away. If anybody ever tells you, I can teach you how to get rid of your, you know, terrible mindset, blah, blah. It's not true. Mm -hmm. Okay, I told you I was going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. So you will never get rid of this mechanism called your mind. It's part of being human, right? So you have to first step into a mojo mindset and you, your true consciousness, step to the driver's seat. So that's the first pillar. Now, the second pillar of mojo, I call the oracle, right? And this is the life below the neck. I call this, this is your body, and I call it the oracle because the word oracle means all-knowing, has all the wisdom, you know, it carries all the information, and your body is that. Your body has every bit of information that you could ever need. Your body has, we call it cellular memory. Right. So if you've if you've been into sports or anything, you know, you've heard, of course, that, you know, cellular memory athletes know this. They work out and maybe they haven't done their routines for six months, but all of a sudden they come back to train and, you know, within six days, they're back. Right. They're yeah, just back. Yeah, like, that's, that's a good comparison. Like, like, how did that happen? That's so fast because their body had already done it at some point. So there's mm -hmm. information that was already there and the body went, oh, I, I know this. Now here's the good news and the not good news about this. The good news is your body knows what it wants to eat, you know, where it wants to go, what, you, what it wants to wear, honestly, <laughs> um, who you wanna date, who you wanna sleep with, when you want to sleep or when you want to sleep with somebody, okay? Your body has this information. And it also has all the information of everything you've ever experienced in your life. Now, if you've lived over 
the age of 18, which I'm thinking all of you are over the age of 18 who are participating in this, <laughs> um, then you've gone through some trauma. Okay. So whether it's been, again, uh, simple or it's been big, we've all gone through some hardship or some kind of trauma at, from the age of 18. That information is in our body. And what happens when we go through those things is they get a, a kink gets created. I call it a kink. So it's like all this energy, mojo, life force, moving easily and freely through your body when you're born. And then all of a sudden, maybe, you know, your parents have an argument. <gasps> and in that moment, you think, oh, I'm not safe. And some part of your neurobiological structure creates a kink. So now this life force, this mojo is attempting mm -hmm. to move through you like it did before, but oh, it's jammed up against the kink. And then, so you go, you know, with your, go through your life and, and, and at some point you think, I just want to find a partner. I just want to be in love, right? What's the problem? I'm going out. I've got great outfits. I have a cute haircut. Like what's up? Right? Yeah. But what's happening is, you, you haven't had, you know, you haven't smoothed out these kinks that are in your neurobiology. All right. So again, that's not terrible news. It's simply the truth. The great news is that when you begin to tap into your mojo and you turn the volume dial up on your mojo, which your mojo lives in your body, so when you turn that volume dial up, now you start to smooth out those kinks. Now you start to feel happier, more alive, more confident in your body, right? More turned on throughout your life. So this is the whole point about the oracle. We must move from our heads into our bodies and become embodied. Right, that's a lot of what we do at the Rock Your Mojo Women's Weekend event that I host, and so much of the teaching that I share is about embodiment. Because when you, you all know this, when you see someone just walk in a room, and they kind of have that thing, right? We all know that. Yeah. We've seen that person walk into a store in the cafe, in a party, you know, in a book, wherever, mm -hmm. and you're like. They're not the most conventionally attractive human being. And I don't even think what they're wearing is so great, but what, there's just like, wow, what is it about this person? And it's the fact that they've got their mojo flowing and they're in their body. And when you're embodied, you have confidence. People pay attention to you. People want to know who you are. You have a magnetic attraction factor. So the Oracle is where that happens. Okay. So I know let's move on. So anyway, there's, I could go on and on. I get very I mean, excited you, about this. You have explained this in a perfect way. Like, yeah. And th this example, like oftentimes we see a person who is like charismatic. We actually don't know what is actually about this person so special. And as you said, he or she doesn't have to be conventionally, uh, Beautiful, but uh, yeah, th that's what it's all about. I'm looking forward to the next, to the next pillar. Yeah, because it's interesting. Because people can have, you know, people can have that sort of charisma 
without though embodiment. It's interesting. And you can see the difference when somebody has the embodiment and charisma, woo, you know, that's the full package. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the third pillar is the J of Mojo. Mm-hmm. And this is joining with the different roles that you play in life. Okay. The different roles that you play. So for instance, you know, I am what I call CEO of Mojo Central. Right, Like that's my business role. But when I'm leading the Rock Your Mojo Women's Weekend, which mm-hmm. is a live event that we do in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. there's, you know, I'm on stage and I'm teaching, which requires, you know, and, and it's in person with lots of people in the room. And that's a different role. And it brings forth the role that I call uh, D-Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the one that goes and presents live. And then, you know, in my personal life, and you think about this, you know, I'm sharing these because I want you all to be thinking about the different roles that you play. In my personal life, you know, there's the role if I'm uh, out with you know, either friends or um, dating, I call her Bella, right? <laughs> so like in, in the States here, when we go to Starbucks, some of us have what we call a Starbucks name, because if they can't spell our names right on the cup. You know, <laughs> so a friend of mine said, create a Starbucks name. I thought, oh, it's like a roll. I'll just use Bella because they, they can spell Bella and they never misspell that because they would spell Deborah all sorts of different ways. But the point is we have different roles. Now, mostly in our modern day life, women are living in a professional role for 90 to 97% of the time, mm-hmm. Right. The problem with that is if you're wanting a relationship and you're wanting to fall in love and you're showing up at your dates in your professional role, it ain't sexy. <laughs> it's not magnetic. Now, it's not that, you know, your loved one and, and your partner and your, your intimate person is not going to be interested in, in your professional life. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, when you're cultivating and you're creating that part of your life, you don't want to show up to your, your, your man or, you know, your woman, whoever you're dating and be all, you know, okay, great. So we're going to go over, you know, these statistics now and let's go look at the reports and, you know, how's the marketing plan? It's like, it's a different energy. And that role is perfect for work. But when you're going out and having romantic and sexy time, You want your personal role to be, you know, on volume 10 for that. And you want your professional role to be on mute for the, or maybe level one, right? Then of course there's, you know, hobby roles. So there's all these, you know, different roles that you might play that you have an artist side, right? Maybe you've got Mm -hmm. um, an athletic side or, um, you know, again, maybe you you play music or you love to travel or you're a foodie or you knit, right? There's all these other aspects to who we are as women. And in our modern day culture, we are shoved into one or maybe only two of them. And then Usually in our 30s, we wake up and go, where the hell did I go? Like, what happened? And you feel like like something's missing. And what's missing is your fullest self-expression to really 
allow yourself to have access to these different roles, right? And one role that every woman has, and this is one we, we definitely play with and we have a lot of fun with at the live events, mm-hmm. is the Mojolicious Femme role. And she's the one that is definitely, you know, very sexy and very sultry and, and you know, knows how to have fun in that arena. Um, so, you know, ladies, you, you have her. You might, you might think, Deborah, you're nice, but you're crazy. Like, I don't have that. And I'm here to tell you, you absolutely do. And yours doesn't necessarily look like anybody else's, but you have your own unique version of what a mojolicious femme is. She's living inside you right now. Somewhere along the way, either somebody said she wasn't valuable or worthwhile, and so you put her in the closet and shoved her under a rug. But if you're really looking to create love in your life and relationships, she is going to be, she needs to be, frankly, your best friend, right? And to let her out of the closet and have fun with her, take her out grocery shopping, you know, (laughs) put her on and, uh, and, and let that part of you be expressed. So this is again, joining with the different roles that you play. Let's round it up with the fourth pillar, which is all about your oasis, right? So it's the final O of Mojo. It's your oasis. Mm -hmm. And what that means is turning your environment, your home, your office, Here in Los Angeles, we're in our cars a lot. So even in your car, turning your environments into an oasis that fills you with mojo versus being a place where you are drained and depleted, right? So places to to turn your environment into a space that actually fuels and supports you. And of course, you know, I mentioned for over, you know, for about 12 years, all I did was support people in this way mm-hmm. of creating environments so that they can be successful in life and in business. And that's that fourth pillar of our oasis. Wow. So we have our mindset, oracle, joining with the different roles, and your oasis. And when you have these four pillars, here's the great thing. You will always have access to your mojo always you just need to wake wake up some things like like, like what you said you ca- need to wake up some roles and you put them uh, let them out of the closet because i love how you explained this like in details women are oftentimes not aware what's blocking them from being them themselves and I love how you pointed this out, like it's important to be yourself. Like many times, you know, uh, people who haven't had a chance to talk to a love expert, love coach, think that, well, it's something like, I don't want to be someone else. But a real love coach, someone who knows what is doing, is not going to turn you into someone else and i love what you said like it's all about being you but sometimes you just have to find you because yes. you forget about yourself and um, well we we could say this in like one of the examples i'm sure that w- would fit in into four pillars of mojo like are women who who just left their hobbies behind and the things they loved and what you said in their 30s i couldn't agree more like i'm in my 30s now and 
it happened to me also like some things you just reinvestigate what happened to me where did i lose this part of me like it happens like i think to most women it starts in their 30s like when you just start to question some things about yourself so this it's amazing how you explained this yeah and you know again like i said your your mojo is already in you like people say oh i lost my mojo no you didn't lose it no. think of it again it's just like a volume dial right and so a lot of times we think that we lost part of ourselves but it really it's it's the beliefs mm -hmm. we picked up along the way that are not true right yes. so it's yeah. here we are right the two of us we're giving you ladies permission right to allow yourself to have a completely you know truthful perspective on who you are and that you are 100% allowed to express yourself the way that feels best to you because again people want your truth men ladies again whoever you're you're dating it's like they want you they don't want some version of you that is fabricated and made up because at some point the the real you is going to show up yeah, yeah at some <laughs> you know? point yeah, definitely and, <laughs> and it's exhausting to attempt to be something that you're not it's exhausting yeah. and that is by the way a waste mm -hmm. of your mojo and your energy total waste totally. right it's about stepping into this fullness and the richness and the deliciousness and the juiciness of you I see you like Deborah. You are totally on a mission. Like I think that women who, who actually uh, like put everything that you said like today, let alone everything that you teach women in your live events and uh, like what you coach women. Like if they implement this in their lives, like they can change their love life what is actually the topic of the summit like they can change their love life easily and it it all begins from you it always begins from you so Absolutely. i love everything that you said like yeah um because wherever you know it's true it starts inside ourselves right so wherever you are there you are you gotta think about that one, right? You're like, really, wherever you are, there you are. And you know, one thing I, I didn't share yet, which is my grandmother, who is was was my everything. She's been gone for a while now, but um, she used to say to me when I was a little girl, she would tap me on my chest and she would say, "Now remember, dear, always be beautiful from the inside out." Right. Yeah. And she was speaking, you know, in her own way, she was speaking about mojo, like light yourself up from the inside because ladies, our gift really to the planet. Okay. And certainly this is a gift to men and the masculine energy of the world. Our gift as uh, females who resonate with being feminine in nature there's masculine and feminine those mm -hmm. are two you know parts two qualities of energy and we have both right everybody has both but here's the thing our gift those of us who are feminine in nature our gift is that feminine light that radiance and 
that is something that only we really know how to do extremely well. And when you look back into many different cultures and societies, and especially, you know, in the Far East, and you look at dance, right, the, the level of radiance that is possible and what that does to just the, someone who's watching it, what that does to a room and what that does to someone's heart and their soul, that is our gift to the world. You have that. That is mojo. That is that light. So it is... It is from within you to radiate that. And from that radiance, you will magnetize your partner. But it's about you getting comfortable and you getting confident in learning when and how to radiate your mojo. That's what makes a difference. Yeah. Like uh, when we when women are aware of this, this and what you teach actually what you teach women has so much to do with actually improving their self-confidence because it's so important when it comes to dating and finding high quality men so i'm i'm sure that your first advice would be to go through those four pillars of mojo and just to do some work on yourself before you start dating or if you are in the process of dating you can still do it like can you say something about that like in in terms of dating and finding high quality men what would be your extra tip on implement implementing your your like program so number one, it really, it goes to what are you actually saying about the dating process? All right. Because I know a lot of women who I work with, they come to me and it's like, okay, so I've, you know, put my profile and I'm going, you know, out in the world and, and it's like a job mm-hmm. and they're approaching it from a place of it being more of a job. And while I know it takes energy, and while I know it does, you know, you need to dedicate some time to it, if you approach it, again, from your professional role, and like it's a job, it's not going to be inspiring to you, or to anybody else out there. So that's the energy that you're starting with, right? You need to shift that first, okay? So to shift your dating game, you need to shift where the energy is coming from. And then when you actually go on your dates, remember to show up in your personal role. And you might be saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm setting up dates like right after I go to work, you know? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is you can change, you know, bring a little bit of a change of clothes, bring a different uh, piece of an outfit, some different shoes, maybe some dangly earrings, right? Shift something Mm -hmm. with your look, which will trigger your personal role to actually be present instead of showing up as your professional role, right? This has helped so many women that I've worked with because nobody thinks about this. And yet it's, it's hugely important how you show up and in what role you show up, it makes a difference. And here's the, here's the real like 
This is a real big secret, which is actually in one of my programs, mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to give it to you ladies. <laughs> is, Can't wait to hear it. All right. Here's the thing. The front of our bodies, okay, is, the, is, is softer, like in nature, our breasts, mm -hmm. our bellies, right? So just physically our, our, and our, you know, our back has a hard mm -hmm. spine. Okay. But the front of our bodies is soft. And so if you actually want to magnetize, if you want to receive anything like a date or a relationship or to hold somebody in your life, you must learn to soften energetically the front of your body. And most of us, for very good reasons, have learned how to protect and stay closed. And I can do it myself. Right. So there's, you know, practices that are that will make a difference in how you move through the world. And it's about beginning to soften and open the front of your body so that you can land literally, right? It's like landing a plane. If there were no lights on the runway, it's going to be very challenging to land the plane. It can happen, but it's going to be a little dicey. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Our body is the landing pad for our desires. Our body is the landing pad for our desires. So we must open up, turn the lights on, which is our mojo, ignite that mojo in our body so that you can have your desires land in your life. I'm here to help you with your specific situation. If you want to start changing your love life now, find my latest blog or apply for coaching on sknelly.com. Wow, wow, that's such a good example, especially with the plane landing. Mm -hmm. it, it really makes so much sense and I'm sure that many women will take this advice like and I'm sure that while they're listening they're thinking oh well I never thought of this in this wa this way you know it just people become aware of some things when when they just like find out what's actually you know that something yeah. is going on that something is stopping you from getting what you want. But like, yeah, from my experience, many women don't actually know what that is and they're, they are oftentimes confused. But the secret, dear ladies, lies in you, actually. And, and let me, yeah, yeah, and let me add on, because what you're saying is the aware. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, and this is something, you know, I post on mm -hmm. social media a lot. I'm very active on Facebook and Instagram. And... And one of the things we post is what we call a Kaganism or a Mojoism, which is Kaganism. awareness. <laughs> awareness without action is simply mental masturbation. <laughs> it's, it's okay? also fun. Awareness without action is simply mental masturbation. So true. Like right? You must take action. In some way. So it's like if you're inspired by mm -hmm. this conversation, great. Take some action with what we're, I'm sharing with you. Because otherwise, it'll be like, oh, I heard this really cool thing. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, and then nothing changes. Yeah, eventually you forget about it because yeah. we live in the world when where we are like overloaded with different types of information about everything. And if you don't implement what you heard, like nothing is, go is going to change. You just need to actively uh, like work on it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, I, I'm glad that you brought this up, that you mentioned this like as a very important piece. Dear ladies, you just just don't just listen to this, but implement and you will see how this will affect your your love yeah. life and yeah. your life in general. I mean, it's the same in any area of life. If you want to change something, you just need to get some knowledge, some skills and you need to take action. So, yeah, I, I, lo I love everything that you said, Deborah. Like, I think it brings a lot of value to, to women. And I'm sure that many of them would like to hear how, how they can uh, reach out to you directly. So what would be the best way? And you also have a free gift. So maybe it's time to mention this free gift. Yeah, I think, you know, and here's one of the best ways to take action, ladies, which is really like, go mm -hmm. ahead and get the free gift. It yeah. is, it is, I mean, really, it, it could not be more simple. Um, and here's the thing, I put together something just really special for you, because I know everybody's super busy. And I also wanted to make sure that you were able to take action right away. So I put together the um, four pillars of Mojo. It is a four part video uh, series and training. And here's it, all the videos, they are under five minutes each. And they are just totally packed with the nugget that is going to get you supported the most with each pillar right away. So the first pillar, our mindset, you're gonna learn about the three dangerous mindsets and how to turn those around. Everybody has these and you're gonna to wanna to know how to turn it around so that you have a more mojalicious mindset. In the second pillar with the Oracle, it teaches you, and I teach you, a method of how to turn your mojo on. It's about using your power center. So it turns the volume dial of your mojo up. And the third video about your roles, it's going to help you to start to live into your roles in more powerful ways so that you feel more self-expressed. And in the fourth video, it's all about your oasis and the one area everybody has no matter where you live it's the one area that will teach you how to magnetize and literally open your doorway to more opportunities for love in your life so you can go ahead and get that video series right now i think you've got the link right there for everybody here's the one very special thing that i did for you and i know you're tuning in from all over the world so if you are interested in ever coming to the live event that I run, when you get the video series, there is a one-time only offer. Like it will never be seen anywhere ever again for a very, very VIP special ticket for you all. So that will come up as soon as you get the video series. And if you want it, go ahead and get it because otherwise it's never going to be seen. But I really want to make that available to you because of course I'd love to see you in person. So it's all in one. Ladies, mm -hmm. you should take advantage of this great opportunity as, you, as now you got some value from this interview and now this is just the extension for the ones who want to know more and who, who really want to 
work on themselves and I would encourage all of you to do this because I think it's very it's very important everything that you said Deborah is really really like it's so true and it, it will make a difference for women listening so I am I would like to thank you very much for being here on this summit and for bringing your value to to the women listening uh it's it's been so so interesting but in, we could talk for hours more but yeah. but ladies who who are interested will will find a way to to extend like to to learn more and i'm sure that many of them will like now it's the time may today it could be the time when you change everything 100% like, yeah every day is is a chance to to make the change and that's what i love about what what i love about life because you and me deborah we know that it's quite simple but you need to know how to do it how to yes. change your love life and that's it that's pretty much it and it can be fun all the way all absolutely. the way through yeah absolutely yep and, and again remember everything happens for you so even yeah. sometimes when you're out there and you're dating and it might not be the right person at you know the very you know first few don't worry about it you're learning about yourself through every experience right and it's another opportunity to practice because it's you know you're going to find your love very quickly once you step into your mojo and your confidence yeah i love uh, this message what you said everything it's everything happens for you it's so clear and it's so real like if if you are like thinking oh my god i lost so much time uh, dating with idiots or something like this like what it's a process like yeah. you needed to go through this process maybe he wasn't a prince maybe he was a frog but it happened actually for you so this is encouraging what mm -hmm. you said like and yeah. yeah and even even a frog can have a quality that you didn't even realize you liked but now it's like oh that's something else i would like in my in my person right yeah. so yeah. So many teaching moments are, are, are yeah. there. So yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Deborah, for being here. And I want to take all, uh, thank all the ladies who took the time to watch this episode. And I will see you again in the next episode of Change Your Love Life Summit. Until then, uh, both of us are sending you all so many regards. Bye.